I've, I ask Mr. Webb this or any guests all the time. I still haven't done one with my butt cheeks, though. Was that close? Hey everyone, it's me, it's us, it's all of us here. We're all meeting each other down here in the man cave. That's right, I've got my good buddies here. Actually, a very special guest along with Mr. C. Webb. Mr. C. Webb, if you would not mind introducing our special guest, I would be greatly appreciated for that. I don't know if he needs an introduction. I mean, there's really not anything that I could say that the man hasn't you know, already been precedented by he's uh it's the man, the myth, the legend. It's, it's Mr. Mr. Chris Morgan himself. Now, see, when you say it like that, and you introduce me like that. People are going to call you a Morganite. You know, you've heard that term. Before, you know, so be careful. of that. I've heard that and I don't Morganite. care. <laughs> a Morganite. I don't care. That's right. We have Mr. The legend. WMP. That's right. We have him in the room with us, folks. Yes, he's joining us with us, you know, via phone right now because he is celebrating his, his holiday weekends up in the Hamptons and the signal's so terrible up there. But at least he called us up to join us here on this amazing podcast that not only can you find us here on fucking YouTube, but you could find us on your favorite podcasting app. So for you folks out there that are downloading, streaming, it doesn't matter. You're getting all of our beautiful voices right now, including our special guests. Sorry sorry to backtrack a little bit, but the thing that stood out on, on the whole thing was fucking YouTube. I mean, is, is that like Pornhub? Oh, it, it, you got to stick with it, baby. You just got to stick with it. Well, that, that, if we're talking about Pornhub, stick with it is a whole, right. new, whole new meaning. Okay. You know, kind of like red, red tube. Yeah. It's just what I roll with. It helps inspires me. Gotcha. Yeah. Red tube. Yeah, we're <laughs> yeah. some shit. <laughs> yeah, he knows but seriously, we're about. here <laughs> down in the man cave. Apparently, we're getting ready to have a, a circle jerk here in a moment. But no, but that's what we do here. We talk about all kinds of things, not just horror, cars, music, random sit, shit, sit. Boy, I'm ready, guys. I'm ready already. Meet us in the man cave is now brought to you by Blue Chew and fourhims.com. Oh, God. That's right. Get it on, bang the gong. Get it on, bang the gong. <laughs> Need a few more of these. Are you getting sick and tired of always losing it? Hide and go seek? Well, go open a can of Meet Us in the Man Cave beer. It friggin' tastes awesome. Drink responsibly. Only available at Bubba. I got to ask my co-host, my partner in crime, Mr. Webb. Please. How you been doing, sir? How are, how's life been treating you since, uh, since we're celebrating the New Year's, by the way? Oh, well, I, I don't know if anybody can tell out there, but I'm very obviously on, uh, on country internet now. And uh, that's been mostly the thing that's been holding us up. Riverside saving us. It is saving us. But in all honesty, like, I think I'm a little choppy. I'm a little, uh, little behind. I don't mean to be disrespectful to our, uh, our guests or anything, but man, I don't know what else to do. Just maybe, maybe it's the heat that's going to help. I don't have none of that here. I'm freezing my balls off. <laughs> <laughs> so for all you fine folks out there that are watching and listening, you have to realize Chris is out in a man cave that I have witnessed in person that we will be showing you in the future. It's it was technically a two car garage that has no heat. So that's some that's some dedication right there to you folks. It's He's freezing his balls off right uh, now. Just uh Yeah. Heat's gonna be installed next week. It'll be all right. It's really this internet issue that I'm really it's really griping my ass. I don't know what else to do. But yeah. we're we're on frontier right now. We're getting like and eighty download and like four upload. So it's it's not too good. Oh, welcome back. Dial up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shitty. You know, you've got and mail. Now, <laughs> <laughs> and of course, as Mr. Webb has introduced our special guest here, you know what, Webb, I know for the longest time we have been talking about this gentleman behind us back here on the podcast, how we've been looking forward for him to join us here. Oh, yeah. 
Thank oh, yeah. you so much, Mort Morgan. Hey. Thank you for joining us. I really thank do appreciate it. How you been? Oh, well, thank, thank you guys for having me. But uh, we got to stop with this special guest stuff because, you know, uh, you know, like 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 we were saying before we went live, you know, we're human beings. We're all pieces of shit in our own way, every single one of us. So, you know, if you want to say our our special piece of shit guess, I, I that's fine, you know. But the special guest stuff makes me feel like I'm more important than I am, and and I'm, I'm definitely not. So, but uh, but to my son, you are. It really? Yeah. I'm trying to, to me, save myself a, here. So to me, you're a oh, genius, okay. sir. <laughs> well, for, well then, well then, for your son, I will take it. How's that? Okay. We well, Zach, did you hear that? Yes, I did. Thank you, Mr. Morgan. See. Well, thank you, Zachary. You know, I you know, but uh, Scott, you're 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 a good ventriloquist. I will, I will give you that. He's speechless. You left him. You have. Wow. <laughs> You really accomplished something. I was just going to say for me, I mean, it's just a, uh, I just, I just respect you, man. I just, I know it comes off as like a, I don't know the word for it, man crush. I don't know. <laughs> you know, like I always talk about your work and how, how great of a dude you are. And it's just like, man, I just, I respect your knowledge. I respect your experience. I respect the whole deal, man. So I would, I will, I will still use special guests. Forgive me, <laughs> but well, I appreciate that. But uh, this is this is definitely a treat for me. Um, you know, for everybody listening out there that may or may not know, you know, I used to run a podcast called Halloween Unleashed, and I get asked almost daily, if not weekly, if it if it's ever going to come back. The answer is no. Why? Because I found you guys as podcast and. Uh, I've become a pretty big fan of this and I, I know people can't see it. I'm sporting, I'm sporting one of your shirts right now. Meet us in the man cave apparel available. Now get your very own meet us in the man cave house, boat, car, child, guitar, batteries, dishes, household apparel, kitchen apparel, hoodies, sweatshirts, t-shirts, shower curtains, phone cases. Oh, the list could go on and on and on. Isn't that right, Chris? Question, can Chris. I do it with my butt cheeks? Meet us in the Man Cave, apparel available right now at redbubble.com. Remember, only a few of those items are available, including hats. You guys can back me up on that. Uh, but, you know, you guys do a, a really good job. You guys help, uh, help me get through my work day. Uh, whenever you guys have a new episode come out, I listen. And um, I respect the hell out of what you guys are doing because you guys are reaching a much broader audience than I ever could in a sense that you're not just talking about one subject matter over and over and over again. You guys are talking about everything. And it's just, it's literally like sitting around with a group of friends, drinking a couple beers and bullshitting. And that's what it should be about. And uh, you guys definitely did the, did the right thing. Um, Scott, I've known for years. Webb, I, I, I've done one of these live uh, podcast things with when I did Unleash, uh -oh. when we were talking about kills that one night, yep. and you passed out on us yep. in the middle of it. <laughs> but, <laughs> that was a good night. <laughs> but uh, it, it was a great night. It was a great night. Unfortunately, I don't speak to any of those people anymore, unfortunately. But, uh, you know, it, it's... it's uh, it's really cool to see two people that I do respect and, and Scott has always been good with, uh, with the YouTube stuff. Um, and, and, and web, I didn't even know that you had podcast stuff in you, you know, because I didn't know much about you, but like hearing you guys banter and you can definitely tell you guys are friends, but you guys play off each other very well. It's a very, always a very entertaining show. And there's never a moment where I'm going, God, get to the point. Let's let's get on with the show. <laughs> and there's plenty of podcasts out there like that. But you guys, you guys with, with your banter and your friendship, you, it definitely comes through the audio stream every week. And um, I'm just happy that 
that now I can sit back and say to people, when, when people ask me, are you ever going to come back with Unleashed? I said, no, I'm not. I, I may do a Facebook Live once in a while just to say hey and talk about something that is you know, relevant at the time. But I said, if you guys are looking for a podcast to listen to, there's two of my buddies that are doing a really good one. And it's because of that podcast that I know that they are light years more than what I ever wanted to be. So you guys are doing a great job and I'm proud of both of you for sure. Thank you for that. I, I uh, Chris, go ahead. Sorry. We're just full of bullshit. Web. We're just full of bullshit. That's all. We just bullshit the whole time. Don't we Scott? <laughs> but it's, but it's entertaining bullshit. Meet us in the man caves underwear. That's fun to wear. Super duper absorbent materials that absorbs 25 times its weight neutralizes that shitty and pissy odors with our lavender musk scent. Shitty male protection to pissy male protection. Maximum overloads. Meet us in the man caves, fresh protection underwear. That's so damn fun to wear. Now, come on. What are you wearing? Only available with bubble. I, uh, I can't think enough. Those are... Those are, you know, just thank you. Uh, it makes me feel proud. And Chris Webb, he's grown into, uh, from day one, you could see how this is really, yeah, he's got a gift with it. He's great with his words. Mm-hmm. When we get into even the subject matters that are serious, it's like he's an artist with it. And I've tried to tell him that time and time again. And maybe it goes in one headset to another but he's really good at it yeah there's nothing in between and, these headsets <laughs> except for his legendary ball cap but uh no uh no morgan thank you so much i really do appreciate it and i, I want to ask you something real quick it's sure. related to to web situation with you being and let's face it you are a master at it as as long as you have been creating crafting the beautiful mask that we all love and adore so much white mass production with web situation right now in his man cave with the cool temperatures and it's thirties and maybe it's in the forties right now in his room. And I'm just guessing mm-hmm. with no heat, is that going to cause any damage that more than half of his collection is a mess that you have produced that you created with your own two hands? Oh yeah. Is that going to cause any you know, issues with the latex in that temperature? Um, not, not that I'm aware. If I'm, trust me, if, 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 if I'm wrong, there'll be plenty of people that'll tell me I'm wrong. But um, if it was extreme heat, you would have issues. But as far as like extreme temperatures, the only time I've known, and this is just only, the only time I've known to latex having issues with the cold is when it's in liquid form. Um, just because yes, latex is a natural compound, um, cause it comes from trees and whole nine yards, but there are other chemicals that make up the casting process of that latex to make the mask that we, that I make and people like to wear. So my, my point is on that is if it was in liquid form, that's why it's like back when I was shipping latex or buying latex. I had to make sure I I stocked up or stocked someone else up before the temperatures got too cold. Because if they got below 40 degrees in shipment, unless you did an overnight shipment, you can't guarantee that you're not going to get a barrel latex that is going to be bad because it got too cold. But as far as it being cured, I, I I don't I don't think that there's an issue, but I could be wrong on that. There's a possibility that someone else may have their man cave out in a garage right now, lives in Ohio on this colder climate, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that they are hearing this right now. And they're like, you know, I'm in the same situation. You know, at least I'm getting you know, somewhat information from somebody who has created this from a liquid form into what I'm holding right now, which is your mask that you created <laughs> that was given to me, as I've stated so many times in this podcast, for Mr. Webb. Your economy. Your economy. Can we go there? Is that all right if I, if I, your economy. 
Yeah. Please correct me if I got any of it wrong. We can go there. What do you want to know? The economy, 78. Can you give us a little, uh, you know, little story behind the mask about the economy mask? Yeah, so it, really the economy, like, and there's a lot of people that, that ask me, like, you know, what makes it an economy? It's really, it's just, it, first of all, you don't get any customization on it. it it's stock. It is what it is. Uh, it has um, already sculpted in eye cuts. The glue marks are already there. You're going to get a pretty much a very standard finish. Um, a solid dark brown hair. So if you're one of those that, well, I prefer the blonde hair misted black. Well, you're not going to get it on the economy. Um, you know, you might want to go to a Ghost 78, which is what the economy comes from. The Ghost 78, I I took, put it back in clay, and I read I redefined some of the features so you weren't getting the same mask just in a stock form. Um, I I did something different with the jawline. I did something different with the V brow, with the with the cheek lines, with the with the eyebrows. And I reshaped the eye cuts just so that it was just more of a of a stock boogeyman mask, you know. And <clears throat> really, that's really what you're getting. And uh, it's no different latex, no different hair, really. Like as far as the fiber goes, it's just it's a chocolate brown versus it being a a a medium brown or sandy brown or uh, a blonde sprayed black. It's just a stock, and that's really what makes it economy. And the reason I did that is the less customization I do, like anybody that's ever that's listening to this, that's ever worked in, let's just say the automobile industry, you can change your own oil all you want. You can change your brakes all you want. And, yeah, you may save on the labor. You may save on the time or or not time, but – you may save on the labor, but you know um, anything that you do custom or anything that you take and do somewhere else and pay someone to do, there's going to be labor costs involved. And the more customizations you have, the labor cost goes up. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to eliminate all the customization and all of the back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. This is what you're going to get, like it or not you know, um, for a set price. And since, you know, we are living in tougher times, people still want masks to collect. They want something better than that is off the shelf uh, bought in a store. They want the independent stuff, but they want like a either rehauled price tag. Well, there you go. The Economy 78 is your off the shelf, no customization, but independent flair for something that is well within your rehaul price. Damn. I didn't know that, dude. I'm so used to uh, where I'm at with the whole mass collecting part of it. Like, I don't even question about customizing anything. Like, I'm <laughs> like I'm just like, dude's going to treat me right. Like, just, this is what I want. Like, just, I know you'll deliver. I don't even ask anymore. I didn't know there was... I didn't know that was anything about it. I appreciate it. that. Damn. Let me clean that up a little bit because somebody might say, well, he charges extra for customization. No, I don't. I build the customization into each of my prices because I know that there's going to be customization, you know, but at the same time, you know, time, time and labor, you know, everything is time and labor. Like the more time, the more labor you spend, it drives up the cost. It It just does. I mean, it's like that in every single aspect of any business why would it be any different here naturally of course as morgan thankfully is explaining the man who is responsible for this mask and i'm doing my best to model it i mean imagine let's say you're a guy my size who's naturally not skinny anymore and you're always like but i can't find a mask that fits me right morgan i'm gonna pretend like i don't know the difference between hey ladies mr big here <laughs> The economy, about what size is this? I think the one that you have is about 24, 24 and a quarter. Like, but if anybody that's ever shopped anything with me before, first and foremost, 
I do various sizes on pretty much everything that I do. 25 inch of mine doesn't fit you. Um, I'm sorry, I can't do a 26. 25 is my limit, but I will go as small as a 23. You know, but what you have is 24 and a quarter. Um, I try to, I try to, you know, think of everybody's head size, but for that less than one percent that has a 26 inch head, I'm sorry, I can't, can't help you. Yeah, you got a 24 and a quarter, and um, yeah, that's what. So you're there doing. you go. That thing um, is beautiful. If, as you can tell, I don't have a tiny little face, but this thing fits me perfectly. If I was to, if I chose to buy, let's say, want to get a purchase an economy mask, reach out to White Mask Productions, and I want to wear something for Halloween. There you go. Just say, you know, I look about Scott's size. Bingo. It's a hell <laughs> out I, of. Can I just sneak this in here too? This sure. is something that 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 piggybacks off of that. Sure. Is uh, Webb will be the first one to tell you is I have a 14 day trade out policy no questions asked if something doesn't fit you right okay if it's too big contact me immediately i'll pay to ship it back and we'll try to get you in the proper size i try to take all my pictures naturally some people say hey how come you don't do costume shots or how come you don't do stylistic shots I try not to do that. I know that there's a lot of artists who get into a lot of that stuff and I am not I am not saying anything bad about that. There's 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 some beautiful pictures that are taken out there of and if they if they want to get into doing that more power to them. That is totally totally up to them and acceptable, but for me, um I want to tr try to stay as true to what I created for you as possible with no edits. Um, and, but if you get a mask for me and it does not look like it does in the pictures, once again, contact me, I will trade it out if you're not happy. It's that simple. Um, I don't, I don't want anybody that's ever purchased for me to walk away and say, I didn't get my money's worth or I need to sell it because it doesn't fit or, it didn't look like it did in the pictures in person. I, I, I've been on the collector side before. I've also been on the artist side and I've heard the stories from collectors that I've become friends with who've bought from other people who have had that experience. That is a, that is a terrible position to be put in. And a lot of times collectors don't speak up and say that because they're afraid they're gonna piss the artists off. I'm not one of those guys. I, I'm one of those people that if you're respectful and you handle it professionally, I'm cool. You start being a dick. Yeah, I can be a dick right back. I mean, just like anybody can. But I try to I try to be as accommodating as possible. And if you're not happy, well, guess what? You know, you're basically you're holding my business card. You know, if, if you're not happy and it's it's shit. That's a reflection on me and 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 my work, and I can't have that. So it just made more sense to me. And plus, you know, you guys are spending a lot of money on these things. Why wouldn't I offer that customer service, that level of satisfaction? You're spending your hard-earned dollar, your entertainment dollar on something that you wait several weeks for, sometimes several months for. Why not get it exactly the way you want it, period? It just that 14 day thing. And I will totally vouch for that because <clears throat> in every package I've gotten, I've always gotten that card. It's always sent, but yeah, just the fact of that return policy. Cause I mean, that just shows that you want to make people happy. You care about your rec reputation out in the world. I mean, it's, I won't say it's unheard of, I guess, but it's very rare in this hobby. I think to see that level of dedication. So I do respect it. How many times have you guys heard from either a friend, another collector or whatever that says, yeah, I got this mask and not real. I'm probably going to sell it. Not real happy with it. I'm not going to say anything because I, I, I don't want to upset them. You know, trust me. I, I, I've heard that before back when I was a collector, before I ever even thought about uh, touching masks. I heard that all the time. I've, 
been in that I've been on that side before. I've been the guy that has spoken up before and I got raked over the coals for it. And I'm going, I don't ever want to feel like that again. So I'm gonna learn just just close my mouth and not say anything. So once I got into it and started doing it, I'm like, I don't want anyone to ever feel like that I shortchanged them or that they didn't get their money's worth or they didn't get what they were promised or they didn't they didn't get what they saw in the pictures because if that's ever the case then guess what I failed and I'm sorry I if I've got to redo it a hundred times I'll redo it a hundred times as long as you end up with what you want because here's here's the truth of it Scott that thing that you're holding that mask you're holding in your hands if 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 you got it and you weren't happy with it and you said, Hey, and let's just say this is, this was a customizable mask. These are, these are pretty standard. So maybe this is a bad example, but let's just say that that was a ghost 78 that you're holding. That's fully custom. And you reached out to me because like part of my job is to try and get inside your head with your vision of what you want. Cause everybody has their own vision. If you got something in your hands and you're like, you know, I really wish I would have had a little bit more weathering or less weathering or different color hair or this or that, or the other thing. doesn't matter, whatever it is. Chances are there's somebody out there when I posted your pictures that saw your mask and said, I really like that copy. I wish I had that copy. Well, if you're not happy with it, you got to send it back and I got to do something different on a new mask. Guess what? I get to sell your old mask to someone that really liked your mask. Maybe it wasn't for you, and that's okay. I'm I'm not going to have any trouble selling it. So that's why I've never understood why anybody would get upset about someone not being fully satisfied. Because here, here's, part, here, here's the hardest part of any artist's job is getting inside their customer's head to figure out what it is that they see. Because I can tell you what I see all day long. But guess what? I'm not the paying customer. You are. And if, if in my mind, don't mind adding right now, people that are watching this on YouTube, uh, I have a very harsh light up here. Okay. And so it's shining very bright right now on this mask. And when I edit these videos, when I balance my colors, it's just balanced. So if, if you're seeing something right now that you're like, whoa. Keep in mind, there's a very bright light on a mask that I think we all are pretty much accustomed to of seeing, you know, the shape. Right now, mm -hmm. he's shining, but he still looks sexy as hell. I just wanted to point that out. I think it looks great. <laughs> oh, and speaking of economy masks, I understand you also have an economy version of the H6. Am I correct? I do. I do. Um, it's actually one of my one of the h6 masks that put me on the map way back when i started in 2009 i was fortunate enough um at the time when i was getting into all this there was a lot of molds for sale there was masks that were retired way back when that when i started i'm like i'm just gonna buy up old molds and i'm gonna try and bring some of these pieces back that were retired for people that never got a chance to ever own them because there were several, there were several and Halloween six, say what you want about that film. Anybody listening can say what they want about that film. And you know what? I probably agree with most of it. The script was a mess. Some of the subplots were a mess. The problem production is the folklore that draws you into it. The come on what they got right. They got really right. The mask looked fucking great. Uh, the music, the soundtrack, the the atmosphere. It was the first Halloween film I ever saw in theaters. So it was like, it holds a special place in my heart. But I was always very, very, very fond of the mask. No, it's not the original. I will give you that. It's not the original. But it is the best. And I know there's a lot of 2018 kills and ends mask. And, and I know ends is very polarizing we won't get into that but the masks of those films were are, are held in very high regard so but for me the halloween six mask is the best sequel mask that that was produced um 
it helped sell that look. And I remember when I was in the, I, I remember watching the trailer for it the very first time. I know this is a very long-winded answer, but trust me, I'm going somewhere. Um, Enjoy yourself. That's why you're. We want you absolutely, here. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> when I first saw the very first, when I first saw the very first trailer back in '95, I was in love with the mask. I wanted to see more of it, and I was when I was in the theater on opening night, September 29th, 1995. And I'll never forget. Um, I became even a bigger fan of that mask. And as I went along, I got into collecting uh, in 99. So this is my, what is this going to be my 25th? This is my 25th year, right? 25 years? 25. Yeah, 25 years. So I've been doing, I've been in this some some form or another for 25 years so i've seen a lot of shit on both sides of the coin um but i always wanted to find a halloween six mask it wasn't until 2001 when ssn which is silver champagne novelty sean clark for those that didn't know wasn't around back then he released a halloween six mask called the curse and i immediately my jaw hit the floor went nuts went crazy i got the number 10 copy of that mask and i it stayed with me for eight and a half years until i sold it and i only sold it because i was i was making my fan films um then you know the the mask wasn't being made anymore he came out with the george p wilbur signature series then he came out with the ssn6 six but but the curse was no longer being produced. I ran into him at a couple conventions trying to convince him to make me one because I regretted selling that mask. I said, or just if you still have the mold, can you please just pour me a blank and I'll convert it myself. I'll paint it myself. Or I'll have somebody do it. Um, never worked out. But CGP... Uh, Terry Lambert was producing CGP H6 V2. Um, I wasn't around. I was out of the hobby for for a little while when he was doing the V1. Um, there's been numerous things of where that came from. I'm not going to get into it because I wasn't around and I wasn't there for it. It's not my business. Uh, but the CGP H6 V2 caught my eye because it looked like the reshoot mask, which is for, for those that don't know what the original version versus the reshoot is, Halloween 6 had a lot of reshoots a couple months before it came out into theaters, which is known as the theatrical cut. The producer's cut is more the traditional. There was no um, alterations to the mask, no nothing, no problems with the mask. It, it is what it was. Um the the reshoot still had that Halloween six mask look to it, but it looked a little bit more haggard and worn, and that's because like one of the production people poured chemicals on the masks and stuff and kind of warped them and made them look weird, which is why Brad Harden was hired for the reshoots to repaint a lot of them because they were damaged. So for those that say, well, Brad worked on the initial shoot no he didn't there's an interview out there that where he's talking about the death of donald pleasance where he flat out says i never met donald pleasance because i didn't work on the original shoot i came in for the reshoots so for those that says well yeah he was the guy that worked on the mask actually he wasn't john carl beekler was and his fx team was the guys that worked on the original mask so the cgp h6 v2 uh, always looked like the reshoot mask to me. Always did. And in 2009, I was able to score a production mold um, when CGP was battling their problems um, back then. And I'm not even going to get into it. It's, it doesn't even matter. I was able to score some, uh, like, the, like the production mold from that. Then a couple years later, Terry and I worked out some sort of a trade where I got something. I, I got 
his original H6 V2 Master versus a production mold. I got the actual Master. So I, I grabbed that, and that became known as the Raining Red. That was the name of the mask. I renamed it because I'm not CGP. I'm, I'm definitely not doing a V2, so I'm like, why would I call it the CGP H6 V2? Makes no sense. I got the mold now. I got the Master. Let's just call it the Raining Red. Then the 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 raining red for those are like, well, where did that name come from? It's that little girl underneath the tree where Barry Sims is freaking uh, eviscerated up in the tree and bleeding all over and saying it's raining, it's raining red. And that so that's where the that's where the name came from. It's it's raining red. My my music love Peter Gabriel. I love because I love Peter Gabriel. Right. Raining. You know. Oh, that song. No, it's fine. The, it's fine. In the concert, um, in the concert, that's you know we all relate what we love. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, sure. I hear the song. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But yeah, that that um, in 2009 when I when I was just like my goal in 2009 was just to do up some of those H6 masks, the raining red masks for a season, like to pay for a cruise or something. You know, that's really mm. what it, what it was. Uh, I was working for a film college at the time, and I was a career advisor at the time. Was it full and sale? Yes, yes. Okay. I was okay. I was there, and <clears throat> I was sensing my time was coming to an end because I told and and this is what you want from a from a career advisor is you want to be advised if you're a student from someone who's worked in the industry what to expect. Full Sail had a very big problem with the fact that I was brutally honest with people and I didn't give them their pamphlet, this is what you're going to be Spielberg when you graduate here speech. I'm sorry. I'm not going to I'm not going to lie to people that are going to have $80,000 loans that they got to repay in 6 months. I'm my my job as your advisor is to advise you to put you in the best place to be able to pay back those loans, to get into the industry teach you how to fish basically. So I'm not going to sit here and blow smoke up your ass. If you're telling me that you're going to Silhouette Falls, South Dakota, there is no film production there. You might want to go somewhere else, you know, and they didn't like that. But once I started sensing that my time was coming to an end there because because of those things, I ramped up production. I started buying other molds, but back on the raining red, is that was a staple in early years of WMP for several years before I came out with the Wicked Red, which is the Wicked Red is just a retool of that. Um, but I ended up shelving that mask for for quite a number of years because going back to those other H6 topics with SSN, SSN started selling off a lot of their molds or masters and the curse popped up and the George P. Wilbur signature series popped up and the six popped up and I bought them. And so, so the reigning red by 2018 and it had a, it had a nine year run. I think that's a pretty solid run was shelved for a while. Like it was forgotten about because it's like, well, if I got ties to the movie mold and not a, not a, I don't want to say a fan sculpt because the raining red was not a fan sculpt, but it was not direct, a direct casting or direct movie mold replica direct from source material, which all SSN masks all were either. They came from movie molds or they came from direct castings from the movie molds. So um, if I'm a collector, why would I buy a, raining red when i can have something from the movie mold which is as a collector that's what i'm after anyway so from from that perspective i shelved the raining red and didn't give it a second thought for several years 
But as the economy kept dipping and kept dipping and kept dipping, and I came out with that economy H1, I'm like, well, shit. You know, it's like that price point way back in 2009, you know, it's like I could do that price point again on the raining red because people may not be able to buy the movie mold castings. So why not go with something that is economy friendly? It still looks good. Looks great. I, I, I still love the raining red. It has a very mean, angry, traditional H6 look to it. So for those of you that just want an H6 mask that want something better than, than mass-produced stock finishes, you can get an independent finish. You can get an independent H6 mask that is a staple in the hobby, not just for me. Put it this way. I kept the mask going. Terry's the one that made that mask famous. It wasn't me. Um, I just got. I just was lucky enough to get the mold or get, and, and get the master and keep the mask running. And my passion for that film's mask made me will always want to push the envelope and make it better constantly. So Terry gets all the credit for that, not me, um, to put it on the map. But the name, the reigning red H6 mask, maybe was made famous by me, but the actual mold was was all Terry. Um, but my goal was is like once I started seeing the response to the economy H1, the Econo 78, I was like, well, why not bring the reigning red back and just offer an economy version for for collectors that want an independent mask for a decent price but don't have the funds because the economy sucks and people's money is not stretching as far as it did five, six years ago. Why not give them that opportunity to still to still have that, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, it's like if, if people aren't buying masks, I'm not working, I'm not able to pay my bills. So I still want to be able to pay my bills and still be able to do things I love to do um, for the people I love to do them for. But at the end of the day, it's like if people can't afford them because uh, everything's so expensive nowadays, well then, why not give them? Why not bring back a, a staple or a classic that was already at that price point to begin with, and give it to them? You know, what's what's the harm in it? I have it. It's collected dust. It's not being produced. What's it doing? Right. Should be on somebody's head or on somebody's shelf. Period. I was going to ask, how's your? Uh... Sorry, that was a long-winded <laughs> answer. My, no, you. My bad. You're good. I was going to ask, how's your response been to the uh, the economy line? Versus like, say, uh, WMP or Mask Brothers. How's that going as well? Uh, well, Mask Brothers, let's just start there. First of all, I love both guys. I love Matt Reed. I love Rick Ramby. Um, they're two, two of my best friends in the hobby, and we've never had an argument. I would um, love to have those guys on here. Sorry, Chris. Rick should. Rick should. They're, they're great Man, Rick's, guys. Rick's they're a good dude. Guys. For sure. I'm, I'm yes. so selfish there. I, sh I meant to say we would love to have them on here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I really am. No, no need. No need. Um, well, I'm, I'm not going to get on and tell his business, but I, I know that I know that Matt has been venturing out something that he just he just I mean, he made it public. So I can say this. He went to um, to get into nursing school. He he got into nursing school and he just graduated. And so he took more of a backseat to mass making for quite a long time because like, put it this way, I, I saw him and I saw him in June of 2022 for a convention and put it this way, Matt and I, we used to talk sometimes daily, but always weekly. But ever since that con, it has been not very often we've been able to get together because he has been so busy. But so on top of that, for the last few years, Rick has been steadily dialing back because the responsibility of his job has picked up and picked up and picked up. The Mass Brothers side of things, like we're all still friends, we'll all still do projects together, we'll all still share stuff that's not a problem. It's just 
out of the three of us, I think I'm the one that's the most active out of the three. But um, but we're all still very, very, very close friends. Um, Speak- go Sorry. ahead. I was going to say, speaking of being active, is there anything with being – here we are <laughs> celebrating the New Year's. <laughs> is there anything that you, Mr. Morgan, White Mass Productions, are you working on anything currently right now that you would like to share with the rest of the world? Or for all um, of our valuable listeners out there? I dropped a teaser, you know, like I, um, I'm i coming out with that WMP 75 V2, which is basically, it's a, for anybody that has been following for the last several years, the MB75 limited edition project that uh, the Mass Brothers, that's what MB stands for, Mass Brothers, uh, that we came out with was a was a casting of a 75 Kirk that we enlarged and made our own. I don't want to say modification because there really wasn't any modifications. It's just whenever you whenever you enlarge something, you've got to try and bring it back to the look of the source because you're stretching it. You're you're growing it. So it naturally it's going to elongate or it's going to do this or it's going to do that. You make you're you're making me feel loved here for the big f- people out there that need masks. <laughs> so <laughs> come on. <laughs> but no, like 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 literally this this literally the 75 Kirk casting that that Matt had literally it fit on the it fit on my fist. Mm. Really? Very small. Wow. It, it was that small. So I mean, for anybody that anybody that wanted to wear something, it it needed to be enlarged. So it was quite the process, you know, of of getting it to size. And then then we was like, well, let's make it a limited limited edition run. Then it got down to the point where um, we all decided that hey, we all need a casting of this, and whatever we decide to do with it. It's totally fine. I can't speak for everybody. I can speak for me. I know, and when I say this, somebody's gonna out there is gonna hear it and they're gonna go, "Well, everybody else has done that idea. You picked up off of everybody else." I can't tell you when everybody else had their idea to do it, but I can tell you right now, I know when I did this was two years ago. I 3D scanned that casting. And then I 3D printed it two years ago. And I had them lock the coordinates of the size I wanted. And I blew Jeez. it up to the normal size. So what you're seeing with the WMP 75 V2 is I was trying on my V1, which I'm sure somebody's seen pictures of it. I got it right over there. Is <laughs> I was trying to make it. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to make it Here, let me let me go. A, almost a continuation of Yeah, go ahead. I was trying to make it more of a continuation of the MB seventy five since it was a um since it was a limited edition run. But I wanted that MB project to stay its own because that's something that us three did together. And I'm like, I don't want to just come out with another mb75 i want it to be special there you go that's it it's uh, so amazing it, it, i'm sorry it's just folks and i'm interrupting i'm sorry okay. i want you to think about this when you're you're when you're investing into your collection listen very carefully to what morgan's talking about how much he is seriously thinking about the science behind this i've said it before i've said it before i'll i'll fucking say it again Dude's an encyclopedia. I mean, you just gotta respect it, honestly. Oh God, when we were doing our first episode for season two, as I'm over Chris's original man cave, I mean, I was just like, I was falling in love with certain masks. Of course, yeah, as we all have, our, we have a certain, you know, it's how it is. But, oh, but just listening to you right now, I'm like, this is so fascinating, and I'm hoping people can appreciate. The, the behind the scenes of what it takes of what you have someone right here of Morgan creating what he's doing. He's not just, you know, okay, this is what you do. You add some peanut butter, you add some plaster, you add some tape. You know, do this. No, there's more to it. He's explaining to you why, at least on this version here. 
the H the H six research. I mean, the level that he has of it is just like fucking insane to me. I could listen to you talk about H six lore and stuff like that for probably ever. Because I'm just sitting here and I'm like, this is fucking great. Because well, I love H six so much, and I don't, you know. Well, what's 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 funny is my H six paint ups, especially on my six six and my george p wilbur sig series and my curse are all done with a five layer process wow every every one of them it's it's very it's very very intricate very time consuming but back on this kirk um oh yeah my bad (laughs) i took that 3d print that i've had done for two years and i molded it and all it needed was a little detail um, added to the brows. 3D printing has come a long way, but it's still not perfect. Still not perfect. And so there, there needed to be like some of the detail that was already there, but maybe that wasn't depth-wise there, needed to be put back. So my process was to go clean up the 3D print and put back in the detail that originally was in that scan it, it was all there it just needed to be enhanced just a little bit and, and and when i say enhanced i'm not talking about a full refinement i'm just saying just popped here and there just dialed in a little bit cleaned up mm-hmm. and that's really all it is so the wmp 75 v2 is really the the source material of that 3d scan and print I'm just I'm just waiting for the house yeah. to sell and then I I I oh, man <laughs> I want them so I want them so bad <laughs> I, I, try, I try to remind privately on that I try to remind Mr. Webb on that privately every once in a while but I don't need to he has his bills in front of him uh, <laughs> I I want to ask another question of this and and if you guys want to go on other stuff that we can do whatever we want because we're hanging out down in the man cave Webb mm-hmm. I know you've got a million questions right now so I don't want to interrupt. While you're doing that, guys, Go I, I got to refill as you could. So, so the website, shut the Damn, fuck up. I going, got some stuff to ask. You're going through them faster than I am. <laughs> I got a question, though, Scott. Before you, oh, oh, he's already gone. Shit. Chris and I want to thank you for listening or watching Meet Us in the Man Cave. Since you enjoyed watching us, make sure you want to tell all your friends about us, subscribe today, and click on that notification bell. It's going to be helping you being reminded when our next episode is uploaded or even possibly a live stream video. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and of course, YouTube. You can listen or download to Meet Us in the Man Cave on your favorite podcasting app, available to stream or download so you can listen to us all you want, whenever you want. For more information, go to meetusinthemancave.podbean.com. 